Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and you're li- listening to episode 88, can, uh, excuse me, 89. Can you believe that? Episode 89. We are racing our wow. way towards 100, and it has been amazing that we have been able to come this far. And I want to thank everyone who's listened and has shared this journey with me. It has been pretty exciting. We're actually coming up on the one-year anniversary of the podcast, November 7th. And uh, the goal is I think we'll have some great content and try to hit episode 100 on that day. And that, uh, that's the goal. Uh, just a few words of, uh, of just kind of announcements. If you are interested in reaching out, contacting me, or uh, being in touch, I'm always interested in, in chatting with interesting people. You can find me on Twitter, three Twitter handles, either just Richard Bliss, that's an easy one to find, or Game Whisperer, which many of my, those of you who are listening have followed me on, or a new one, Fund the Dream, to kind of start to capture a little bit of those people who are listening to the podcast who might just want to track when I have new podcasts, that type of thing, and don't want to put up with all the game chatter or business chatter on Richard Bliss. If you want to email me, it's richardabliss at gmail.com is an easy way to get hold of me, or rbliss at thegamewhisper.com. And the podcast can be found on iTunes or, well, you're listening. You already found it. But one of the ways you can find it is going to thegamewhisperer.com, and you can go ahead and find that. And the reason I mention that is... We've got a lot of great content that we've put together with this podcast, but I'm also starting to produce, I get a lot of questions, and so I've started to produce a video series that you'll be able to find uh, initially on thegamewhisper.com under the Crowdfunding Academy. That'll go live on November 1st. Uh, look for that on the website. Well, this episode, we have a guest, again, keeping with our mini theme of kind of the comics, graphic novel uh, space, I have invited... My guest, Mr. Alex Wilson. Alex is has won his uh, short won a Eagle Award at the London Comic Con. Uh, he has put the project on Kickstarter, and I have asked him to join us because he's kind of got a unique way that he's looking at bringing his project and getting it out into market. Alex, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, um, you know, we we talked about this whole process. You've got yourself a graphic novel. Tell us, this is a live Kickstarter project. It's out there right now. It's called The Time of Reflection. This project is the one that won the Eagle at the Eagle Award at the London Comic Con, correct? It is. Um, I would like to correct one thing. It's probably not best to call it a graphic novel because it's so short. It's probably more closer to a graphic poem or a graphic short story than than a graphic novel. And I just don't want anyone to get the idea that this is a a novel-length book. Okay. Good. Uh, thanks for pointing that out. So, and comic yeah, yeah, yeah. and comic doesn't really do it justice, does it? No, it's it's a comic. Um, I, I, yeah. There, there is, there are is a belief that that uh, the comic might be derogatory form of graphic entertainment, or or the graphic novel is the correct term for for works that are that are not serialized. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't follow those arguments or the. Uh, uh, thinking behind it, so I, I'm fine with whatever you want to call it. It's sequential art. It's it's a, a graphic story. It's a comic. It's a strip. You know, right. <laughs> it's all fine. In your case, uh, it's an award-winning graphic comic thingy. So yes. tell, tell us a little yes. bit about how, how, that award because that's fairly prestigious, isn't it? Uh, it's a, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah, there are um, there are three, or at least there have been three major industry awards. Uh, there are probably some new ones popping up every day and some of them that might be bigger that I haven't heard about. But the Eagle Award is the longest running of them uh, at this point and they're based in London. And this year they did a special uh, award for a 
a five-page dark fantasy uh, comic story, and it had to be full color, and there was about a month between the announcement and the deadline. And we were able to find each other, Silvio and I. Silvio was the illustrator and the colorist on the book, and I, I lettered and wrote it. And we were able to find each other in a month and submit it, and we, uh, we were selected as one of two finalists by the judges. And then they, there was an open voting period, and uh, people supported us, and we won. Now you won. That, uh, that project was over here. Now you've decided to bring it uh, to the U.S. I guess that's one way to look that's at correct. it. That's correct. And yes. your, your Kickstarter project is live. You've got three weeks to go as the time of this recording. And you know, it's interesting because you're only at, you only asked for a goal of $450. Now, you've surpassed that by a significant amount. Um, mm-hmm. You've got uh, over 100 backers. What was the thought on a $450 goal when so, you, know, you so, see so many people asking for $5,000 or $10,000 and you're coming in at $450? What was your thought on that? Well, I was taking your advice, Richard. I had been listening to the podcast. uh, uh, Before starting the Kickstarter, I found out about your podcast. And uh, the last two months, maybe, while I was researching and figuring out what I wanted to do with the podcast, I would, uh, whenever I was doing chores or running errands, I would basically plow through as many of your episodes as possible. And uh, they all turned together after a while. But I I learned a lot. And uh, one of the things that it really hit home was that you should only ask for what you need to get the project going. And I knew that I could afford to, uh, to print this book or at least cover most of the cost of printing and production of the book uh, and booklets. But I, I, I did need a little bit of help. So, um, 450, I thought I could, I could reasonably find 150 backers at, three dollars per um, per backer and that would be the minimum I would need to sell um, uh, to do 150 or sorry to do 450 and what what I wasn't doing was listening to the other things that you said in your podcast where that the average backer is usually in the 20 to 25 dollar range so we hit that goal with the first 16 or so backers and I thought oh no I'm I didn't think I would have to do stretch rewards until at least week two or three or four even. So I, uh, it was a great problem to have, and this this whole this whole uh, campaign has been just great problems to have. And and it's interesting because when we look at your project on KickTrack, K I C K T R A Q dot com, right now your average mm-hmm. pledge per backer twenty four dollars. Exactly, it's right in, right in the range of what you and a lot of other people who follow Kickstarter have been telling me all along, and I wasn't listening. Oh well, uh, bad. Uh, it's when you don't listen and bad things happen that we all exactly in this exactly. case uh, good things yeah. are happening. So in this exactly. case, graphic novels, uh, comics. You know the fact mm-hmm. that Kickstarter provides its own category for comics, mm-hmm. I think, says a lot for the the belief that they have of the importance of something like <coughs> excuse me, something like Kickstarter in the graphic artist community. What do you think about that? I, I think that's true, um, and and the readers themselves, I think, are used to the, the process of, uh, of pre-ordering a book in order to make sure that it gets published. The direct market for comics uh, has been set up for a while now where the, the number of copies of, of a book that's printed is pretty close, not exactly, what stores order in advance through, uh, through Diamond, and, uh, you know, Independents like me would have trouble getting this book into Diamond in the first place. 
And I think that if, if they don't sell a certain number, if not, a certain number don't get pre-ordered, then those, all those orders are canceled. But, but that it just means that readers are used to going to their and saying, Hey, there's this indie book that I I'm interested in. Could you order this for me? So it's less of a, a, um, a transition for those readers to figure out if I can just do this thing directly. I mean, the direct market is kind of a, a misnomer these days because you do have to go through a distributor, but now the distributor is the person who creates the product. So it's, it's sort of creating a new direct market almost. So tell us to help people who are maybe have their own novel or their own comic that they're looking to mm-hmm. publish. Tell us a little bit about the process that you're going through to actually get this product to market. Um, so, so, Let's see. Like, well, it, who, who, yeah. so you've got to come up with a printer. Do you have a printer already? I have, I do. I have one that, I've, that I'm planning on using, and I have a backup if I didn't reach a certain number that I could get a, I could, uh, uh, I could print for a little bit less uh, at that, uh, at, at those uh, those numbers. And then I am, I'm actually talking to a local printer who I just recently was recommended. And I want to see if they can beat that price because I wouldn't have to have the the uh, the book shipped to me, which adds a little bit to eat the cost of each book. Yeah, I um, I designed the the booklets. I needed to I did two versions: a limited edition, which has which is signed and numbered, and, uh, and when I say signed, that means it's got to be shipped uh, from here to Brazil and then back to the states, so it can be signed by both of us before shipping off again to uh, the readers. And uh, uh, so yeah, so figuring all that stuff is 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 taking some time, but uh, that's that's why it's we're doing it now instead of immediately after we won the award in May. Uh, great, uh, a great idea. One, one question I have then is, is that is this um, book gets ready? Are you then? Because the next step then is, and we you touched on it briefly, and that is with Diamond. Um, in your case, and this is one of the main reasons we're talking, is that you've kind of struck on an idea. For the, hang on, let me just back up. Sorry, for those who don't yeah, know, for those who don't know, if you have a comic book. And you want to get it into a comic book store, you have one path, right? You have one, one path. Um, uh, let's see, that's not exactly true, but there's one main path. A lot of stores will only order from Diamond. Some stores, like, uh, some stores will, if, you, if your store sells zines or mini comics or, you know, a local, locally produced items, right. then chances are that's a store that will buy direct from the But you're right. But, but generally you're, speaking, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Main sprint stream, you've got to go through Diamond. Diamond doesn't That's carry right. you. Uh, a whole bunch of stores around the country just aren't going to find you. <laughs> yes. So one of the things that Kickstarter is allowing people to do, like you uh, and other, some of the other graphic novelists that I've talked to, uh, is find an alternative way of getting your comic into a comic book store, right? That's correct. So you've kind of come yep. up with this idea. And you're kind of experimenting with with it. And in the the few minutes that we have remaining, um, let's talk about this idea. Uh, kind of, we've kind of just identified the fact that the, there's a, a gatekeeper for comics getting into mm-hmm. stores, and so you're trying to bypass that gatekeeper. So, what's the idea behind what you're doing? Well, for any pledge of three dollars or more, I will not only send you a copy of the book, but I'll also ask for the name of your favorite LCS or local comic book store or other independently owned retail bookseller. And I'll send them a copy of the booklet as well. 
and uh, that includes shipping in the United States or U.S. military bases overseas. And they can do whatever they want with this booklet. The uh, the store can they can throw it out. They can can sell it for the retail price, or they can you know give it to any customers that they don't want as customers anymore. As I as I say in my video, um, yeah, that's it's uh, it's kind of an extension of the idea of if I was to go to one of these stores for a reading, or as, as an author, or or as a creator or signing, I might bring my own stock with me. And the deal usually is something along the lines of, I will sell books that I brought with me, and you and I, being the store, will split the uh, the profits. So 50, 50 to you, 50 to me. Um, and so this is kind of like doing that in in a way of introducing myself to these stores. And, you know, really what better way to introduce yourself to a prospective client uh, as it would be for me for a store than to come bearing gifts. So the the pro, so I I backed your project. I pledged three dollars, and I identified that my uh, local comic book store is Hero Comics down here on in Campbell. Uh, Great. And you're gonna give me a I'm gonna give you their address, and then what mm-hmm. happens? Then what happens? I'll contact the store. If they say they don't want it, I will ask you for an alternative. <laughs> How, and uh, uh, what's the likelihood if, of that happening? Uh, I, I would say I have no idea um, at this point because uh, in, in some respects, most stores won't mind getting a few free free items. They'll take a look and, and decide whether they, they like it or not. Um, in, in some cases, they'll just say, no, I don't want to deal with you at all. We only sell, say, superheroes. So forget it. So if that happens, I'll, I'll contact you and, and an alternative. And, you know, we'll... We'll keep looking. Maybe we'll find a library. We'll figure out something. I, I have some options, including some things that might not be, you know, Kickstarter appropriate. So I don't want to say um, that uh, that oh, I will, um, I will do, I will buy you a drink, you know, an alcoholic drink or something like that, because that would be against Kickstarter's rules. That's not what, what I plan. But I'm just saying I'm not going to um, try and subvert their rules by saying off Got off it. camera. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we'll figure it. Yeah, we'll figure something. So, so and then. Uh... And then the store gets the copy, and now, so that means that if uh, three, four, five people in an area, and they all have the same favorite comic book store, that comic book store could end up with several copies of your comic. That's absolutely correct, and actually, that benefits me in some way because that means that instead of paying for most or using most of the that three dollars uh, that I have left after Kickstarter fees for shipping to multiple stores, I will be able to combine those, ship to one store, save a little bit on shipping, and apply that amount to the larger print run. So even if it might seem like, oh, that's that's not a good thing, because then you'll never be able to sell that book in stores because they get too many free items. It's actually going to help me out. So. I, I'm happy to have that problem. Got it, and and that's interesting. So right now you have about um, right now you have 114 backers. You've got three mm-hmm. weeks to go, 21 days to go. Um, that's do you, correct. Do you, are there pledge levels? I'm looking. You got quite a few here. Do you have pledge levels that offer multiple copies of the book? Um, I do ask for an extra two dollars per copy, and I do have one for specifically for retailers if they would like to uh, to buy. I think it's ten for ten dollars or something like that. Okay. Um, but if anyone wants any additional copies, it's an extra two bucks. If they want them signed by both Silvio and me, I, I don't remember how much that is. But it's, it's in there under um, add to any pledge, I think, is the section. Got it. Got it. All right. And this is uh, it, it's interesting. It's great that your, your funding level has been achieved so well. Have you thought about – and we only, we only have, do have a couple of minutes now um, – like working directly with the comic book store or – 
does it even, meaning, hey, Mr. Comic Book Store, any customer you can get to back my Kickstarter co- campaign, I will send you a free copy. You know, kind of turning that around. Yeah, and that's that's definitely a possibility. Um, um, Alex DeCampi uh, did something uh, very interesting, I thought, a few years ago, or no, it feels like a few years ago in Kickstarter days, but I guess it was last year uh, with her, her graphic novel Ashes, where the, she encouraged uh, a republish to sell the digital copy in their stores for the Kickstarter. I don't remember exactly how she did it, but that's one of the early, I think, experiments with uh, you know bridging the retailer versus crowdfunding divide. Um, I, I have not uh, yet. I'm just now in the phase of the operation um, uh, uh, talking to re- more retailers beyond the ones that I are. Mm. Usually, it's personally because I knew somebody who worked there or the owners. Um, and, and now, and so as that happens, then I'm going. I, I do have a plan to to uh, to start um, start pursuing that. Yeah. Well, this is great, uh, Alex. This is your. Um, is this your first? Graphic novel to kind of go out to market. Excuse me, not a graphic novel. Is this your first? That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Kind of the comic. Um, it, I've had stuff in anthologies, and it's true fiction as well. I've had stuff in, in magazines, um, but yes, this is the first standalone uh, item. Uh, I've had I've done some mini comics in the past, but I've not pursued uh, a wide distribution for it, or even uh, offered it beyond my site or to a few people at conventions and that sort of thing. Well, with the success that you're having, then this would beg the question is, uh, are we going to see a follow-up? Is there going to be something else coming from the Alex Wilson uh, studio? Oh, no, I'm done. You know, this is this has been fun, but I'm done writing. Oh, yes, of course, I'm going to be, I hope to have a long career uh, writing comics and uh, writing fiction and writing everything else. But um, but uh, right now, I, I don't have anything that's, uh, that I'm going to be self-publishing. I come from the prose writing world where self-publishing is still very new in its acceptability. Um, so it's hard for me to, to step fully into the, this is okay. You know, yep. comics are much similar to the, uh, the music industry where, um, where a demo tape or a self-published comic is the way to either break in or to reach an audience without, um, the backing of a major studio. Yeah. You, know, you bring up a valid point <clears throat> worth, well worth another episode, but that is the stigma of, Oh, you can't get published. Okay. Self publish, right? That stigma right, that right. is so associated with that, but it, we're in a whole new world and it, it certainly has changed. Where can people find more information? So the Kickstarter project, it's called the time of reflection. The that's author is, that's it's Alex Wilson. Where can they go find more information? Uh, you can go directly to the Kickstarter at kickalex.com. It's the cheapest promotion I have ever done is to buy a quick URL that makes it a shortcut because um, you're not going to want to type all that stuff in. But um, you can also go to alexwilson.com for more information about me or my projects. Uh, Silvio is, um, if you search for him on DeviantArt, I believe that's his, his home base. Um, you want to see more great work from him. And his commissions are still going fast. Okay. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been informative, and it's exciting to see a uh, project uh, doing so well. Thank you, Richard. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. This has been Episode 89. My guest has been Alex Wilson, the creator of The Time of Reflection, an award-winning comic that is on Kickstarter right now. You can find it uh, on Kickstarter or Kick Alex. Is that what it was, Alex? 
Yep, kickalex.com. Kickalex.com. Go check it out. Thank you for listening. Always, I hope that something here has been inspirational, that we can go and find your project on Kickstarter so that you can fund your, that we can help you fund your dream. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, check out the Crowdfunding Academy on thegamewhisper.com for all kinds of good information. Take care.